Oh, Gordano listeners. <laughs> Gordano. Gordano. Well, Gordano. And welcome to the podcast. Gordano. Gordano. In what? I'm just trying to speak to them on their level. <laughs> Gordano listeners, and welcome to the podcast <laughs> of the uh, radio show. The, the, that is the sorry not in service radio show this is the sorry not in service radio show and this is the podcast of it because I speak to them on our level <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been a bit confusing for them Will they are only simple people and uh, we will speak to you at the end mortal humans right this one probably isn't going to be very easy Sorry, not in, sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in, sorry, not in, sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in sorry. Should we carry on going all the way through? Not in service. One minute fourteen. Sorry, one not minute in ten. Sorry, not in. No, oh, hello. No, sorry, right, well, not let's, in, no, 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 stop, stop that. Sorry, not, not in service. service. <laughs> live, coming to you live from the Taunton Flower Show. Coming to you live from the remnants of the Taunton Flower <laughs> Show, show. now burnt out after a cactus went rogue. <laughs> That's, Damn straight, nitty gritty. Uh, and this is, uh, yes, Simon and Will speaking on the radio. Yeah, as is tradition, bi-weekly, toyor the ten parishes community. Hello, darling. How are you? You're looking well. A little bit peaky around the eyes, I think. But foundation does wonders. Uh, just point of reference, Will. Oh, um, lovely, Karen. And on. for the listeners, uh, yes. we're not actually at the Taunton Flower Show. Uh, we are live from Wiverliscombe. I would say, Simon, in many respects, yeah. we're all live from the Taunton Flower Show, aren't we? Mm. <laughs> Under the tutelage of our Lord, Barry Summers. Oh, a fade out. Oh, uh, lovely. And uh, there we are, Sheila, that was... Uh, uh, William, I've been, to, I've been going to town, Simon. Tap, 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 tap. Town? Yes, I've been to town like that two, three times of a night. Into town? Oh, where humans a, live? Oh, and of a night, bloody hell! Oh, right, okay, of wow. An eve, sure, of an eve, sure. To yeah. the local watering holes. Well, that's right. You stout yeoman of the uh, well, discotheque or what, what, what have, have you? you? What have you? The bibliotheque? Yes. You <laughs> stout yeoman of the bibliotheque. Yes, precisely. Right, fine. Carry Fat on. Librarian. They serve me drinks. <laughs> Been, I've been wandering along with my uh, lovely lady housemate, Emma. Mm -hmm. Yes, lovely times. Okay. Um, yes. So uh, went to town, a few lovely drinks and a few different ale houses. It was absolutely delightful. Um, late in the evening, uh, we were wandering back and went, "Hello, there's one remaining we've not been to. Shall we partake?" <laughs> And nipped in, and it was lovely. It was a little bit quiet, but you know, it was a little bit run down, and it was lovely. It was a bit comforting. Pool table, lovely jukebox, only a few people in there. Perfect end to an evening. Perfect end to an evening. Problem is, Simon. Yes, sir. Some places they try to keep out the riffraff by only dealing in cash. Right. And we didn't have any cash. Right. So, 
Um, we got one drink with the money we had. Yeah, but we wanted another drink. Oh, sure. Choose on the jukebox. A little round of pool. Off. Got to get a little bit more there, haven't we? Yeah. So, um, so I, I, I had to uh, run to an ATM mm-hmm. uh, to get some cash, and th- there was a reason why I couldn't take a leisurely stroll late of an evening in my waistcoat and shirt because um, there were only three other people in this bar. Right. And I didn't really want to have to outright say in front of them because they were all quite near us at the time. Hey. Emma, do you fancy coming with me as I leave? (laughs) (laughs) Because the whole time we've been there, these three slightly scraggly Boggis Bunsen bean types. Oh, okay, nice, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, precisely. Had just been kind of watching us and then every now and then walking over and making chat and offering to show us how to dance and things like that. And I wish the listeners could see your face, (laughs) webcam. um, Yeah, so I ran... Right, in a waistcoat and shirt, and uh, moleskin black trousers, <laughs> big boots, as is tradition when I go into town. Snow boots, yeah, sure. Yep, there are formalities to be observed. Yes. Um, probably not that far, probably only about, what, 200 yards? Mm-hmm. Sprinted to a cash point and sprinted back. But because I was togged up quite neatly, yeah. I thought the thing to do is probably to greet everybody I'd run past. <laughs> so as I sprinted past, it was, evening, evening, lovely weather, evening, evening, out for the night, lovely time, yeah. hey! <laughs> I was going to give out a sexual swear word there. Well, were you? Yeah, I was. Yeah. That's why I got you the horn. And how? And he's got the horn. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, sprinted there. Evening, evening, lovely evening, lovely evening. Hey, good evening. And uh, got back. And <laughs> I think I was justified in my decision to do a little bit of sprinting. Why? What happened? Well, basically, what happened is in the intervening time between probably about three minutes uh, where I was away. I'd ever punched them all. And <laughs> they were all laying She up. was drinking oh. their blood. And <laughs> Uh, no, there was there was a really obviously and like almost hilariously tighter radius right, of these men in proximity to. Oh my god! <laughs> which was brilliant because uh, there you go. Told you you're lovely, but also it was really amusing because the moment I burst back in and went, I'm back. <laughs> they just they just scattered. <laughs> It was lovely. They just immediately jukebox that end of the bar, that end of the bar. It's fine. <laughs> just slowly creeping back in, like the Walking Dead. But if they could be shocked by the arrival of a suited man. <laughs> <laughs> It was assorted notes, tinkly tonklies, and strumming. I, I dare say, and I some um, oh, 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 oh. percussion. Oh, percussion. E.g. Yes, <clears throat> tinkly tonklies. Mm-hmm. Better, lovely. Um, Simon, guilty as charged. Simon, yes. There's been um, more things that have happened than uh, deflecting uh, creepy old men in pubs <laughs> late at night. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Back, you foul devils! <laughs> Go on. Uh, well, something happened, Simon, to me. Right. Something, something a little bit personal, and something that's not happened to me for a very, very long time. Something a little bit intimate, right, Simon? Okay. Yeah. I mean, not. Yeah. I, I think yeah, carry on. Carry for on. the first time. I mean, even this century, which should put things into context to people. Simon, you've evidently not noticed something tonight. Really? All right. Okay. It's going to be headphones off because. Oh my! Well, that well, <laughs> listeners, he's just revealed something to me, quite personal. 
about his person quite intimate has happened. not as long as I remember it being <laughs> well yes last time I saw it in all it's a little bit thicker than you were expecting <laughs> yeah but the memory plays tricks on you um, William that's extraordinary I mean just to give you an idea listeners I mean he's, well, he's, he sort of re- revealed it there and, and sort of made it flaccid and um, it's all sort of it's extraordinary uh, can I tuck it away again because it's difficult to get my headphones on yeah, like the, yeah I mean the, the sort of the, the, I mean, you've still got the curls at the base, haven't you? So, oh yeah, the yeah, curly yeah. hair yeah, at the that, base—that's that's, that's still, still there. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just resting on the uh, the 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 balls of my shoulders. Yeah, the balls of your shoulders. Yeah, yes, that's precisely. Right. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth, William? Would you like to tell the listeners you have done? I've not done this. Um, uh, this was um, at the behest of 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 my good lady hair indoors. Yes. Um, I, I've had a haircut. Um, she, she, she wanted something to do with an evening. <laughs> and so, for the first time, I think the last time I had a haircut was last century. I don't think I've had a actual, actually in terms of uh, some... you've trimmed. Yeah, 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 occasionally, but not, not for a few years. I mean, this, is, this, this might seem completely, like, pre-planned and stuff, but I genuinely didn't notice that we no, had a shorter ponytail. At, at no point did it sort of cross my mind. I mean, he's still got the ponytail, but it is considerably shorter. It's like the size of a, uh, a Rottweiler's docked tail. <laughs> That's right. Or a criminal's fist. Yeah, Sam, face the microphone. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm dressing my hair with your eyes. Um, it was or the so, other way around. So, whatever. <laughs> what? The other way around? I'm dressing your eyes with... Never mind. Right. So, the thing is, Simon, yes, Emmett wanted something to do with an evening, and she likes cutting hair. So, I went, ugh, all right, okay. Took a little bit off, more off than I was expecting. Right, okay. I mean, with my hair down, if yeah. I brush it in a middle parting, I've got the same hair as a uh, mid-90s hairpiece on a female Lego model. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first of all, you wouldn't notice unless you were on the radio. Yeah, that's, that's true enough. That's true enough. But the thing is, Simon, yeah. I thought that's quite momentous, isn't it? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, more than half of my lifespan since I last let somebody else cut my hair. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, well, I probably ought to do something about that. And so, so yeah. I created an heirloom. <laughs> a heirloom. A heirloom, if you will. Now, listeners, I'm, I'm, I'm viewing here a sort of plastic sandwich bag. Yep, and Blue. it's dated uh, the 5th of August 2015, and the contents, it says, first haircut of 21st century. Bag O'Hare. Bag O'Hare. Live on 10 Radio. <laughs> Live on 10 Radio. May, may I? Because you may, you may. You may. There's not that much there, because as you kept pointing out, that's not really hair. Can what, I what turn it into is. a merkin? I mean, you could do. Can I borrow this, please? You just... <laughs> I'll put a long song on. Well, who, who are you going to visit? <laughs> oh, Barry's looking after Alice in taunts. <laughs> and how. Um, listen, that's extraordinary. It's, I can't tell you how exciting this is. It's, it's quite strange, isn't it? Yeah, but definitely. the thing is, right, what I realised almost immediately after I bagged that hair... After I bagged that hair up, right, was that... I'd immediately created a strange little object that I'm going to carry with me for a very long time. Because um, you know, quite frequently you get handed things or you acquire things and you go, it's just a thing. Yeah. That's going to disappear at some point. But I'm not going to throw it away yet. It'll go here and it'll go here. And after a while, you realise you've had it for a very long time. And so it goes in with your stuff yeah. that you've had for absolutely ages. Dad's got a tin of... Um is it sardines? Yeah, sardines, Sardines yeah. that he's had since the uh, mid-70s, isn't it? Yeah, he has. Yeah, they're, um, they're never opened. Yeah. And but that's just sort of travel around. So, I, right, okay, so, right, so this is... Right, okay, yep, carry so, on. So, 
I mean, for a start, that's a really stupid thing. Because on the subject of Dad sardines, yeah. the only reason he did that was because he was told that sardines get better with age. <laughs> two cans. You keep two cans of sardines. You open one after ten years. <laughs> it really doesn't work. <laughs> God bless the old man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, so I messaged Simon after this happened and said, Hey, have you got any items, artefacts from your life that maybe have a strange story so attached to them? This is why you text me. This okay, is why I text right, you. I understand that. Yeah. So we're going to be. We have a theme for the evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be revealing things that have like symbolism or just yeah. stuff that's been hanging around, or a strange little story attached to it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I have brought stuff. I, I have brought some stuff, Will. And uh, I'm very excited. This is live sorting out what the show's going to be about. That's right. Well, behind up the wizard's sleeve. <laughs> Waft it around a bit more. I did. Ah. <laughs> it is like it is like the minifigure haircut. It's a bit <laughs> yeah, it the is. problem is the other problem was that uh, Emma, it, she didn't realise my hair is quite so curly. She just thought it was all broken at the ends. Right. Yeah. She didn't realise that like naturally I'm basically I've got heavy metal ringlets. <laughs> oh, so you've got kind of like a surfer dude vibe going on now. Yeah, I, I kind of prefer the roadie vibe that I had before. <laughs> it would excuse a distended belly. <laughs> <laughs> Been, not been up to much surfing lately, have you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I've been doing wrong. I've been going Woolacum. Uh, well, William, I'm, now that I understand why you had me bring these things in, uh, I'd like to um, I'd like to do a bit of show and tell. Hey! So, um, can we do a jingle for show and tell? Um, yes. Don't show me that. I've told you before. Show and tell. I don't really know which, what was the what was the sort of conceit of this bit again. It was it was things that have got a story. Things that have a story attached to them. Hopefully, right. a story that might uh, uh, ring true with uh, the listeners. And I, th- I yeah, actually no, this okay, fine. Yes, this one probably won't ring true, but right. um, but it is something that's been in the attic for the past two years oh. and and is never going to get used. It's my Subutio set. Hey, now, Subutio. Subutio. Now, um, yeah, I'm just taking the lid off now. It's never been opened before. Never been played with. Um, I always kind of want. Well, I know. I don't think I ever really wanted Subutio when I was young, um, and it was quite a surprise to me that I ended up with Subutio. Bought it myself. <laughs> um, the circumstances were thus: <laughs> Carla was in hospital. Oh yeah, that, that makes sense. Carla was rushed to hospital in an ambulance, no less. <laughs> what? <laughs> you swapped by a toy for us? I did the mime of driving and being distracted there. Um, the um, yeah, no, Carla was rushed to hospital. Uh, she was fine um, ultimately, um, but um, but she's uh, dead. <laughs> she was fine, uh, but it was like it was late and I was tired and nothing was kind of happening. But she she was basically better after it, she'd been uh, in the hospital for a couple of hours. She was kind of better, right? Okay, uh, you know, just yeah. So yeah, naturally, you, you did your husbandly duty of kind and, of basically pursuing her. Um, I was sort of drifting in and out of sleep and trying to stay awake, so I was reading an article on my phone, and the article was about um, Subutio, the, the popular child's game, sort of wistfully, wistful article. It was quite boring in the hospital <laughs> that night. And, um, What's going and on, is there? Drifting in and out of sleep, and uh, I remember reading this article, and um, a few days later, probably three or four days later, uh, an enormous parcel turned up at my house. <laughs> 
<laughs> opened up the parcel, surprised to see that in my sleep haze at the hospital, when my wife was in a hospital bed, I'd ordered myself a box of Subutio. <laughs> and I'd, and I'd, I looked at it and I thought, what the hell? And I didn't twig at first. And it was only when I went searched on my emails for Subutio <laughs> did I see a receipt at about 20 to 4 in the morning. <laughs> and then I remember reading the article. <laughs> And so, um, Subutio turned up. I've got, Sub- there's nowhere in the house to play it. I mean, I haven't got a table big enough. No, you Carla, Carla, I mean, she's got no interest in football whatsoever, an active dislike in football, and I don't... So I've got no one to play with. Um, right, But okay. I have got this Subutio threat that's been in gathering dust and um, spider webs and dead wood lice I found uh, all over the top of it. Amazing. I picked it up this morning. Um, it just played out. For two years. So, and I think it probably will stay with me in the vain hope that one day... I might be able to play my hospital Subutio, <laughs> which actually thinking about it is probably a much better game. Hospital Subutio. Yeah. So there we go, uh, caring, sharing husband. I um, that's extraordinary, Simon. I quite like that, especially given that, I mean, you're teetotal. I'm yeah. quite used to the notion that you know you could have a few drinks, and the next thing you know, you've gone and bought a load of albums for no good reason, mm-hmm. even though you don't really like them, or you've ordered something silly on Amazon. But I mean, you got blackout sleepy. <laughs> Normally, when people get blackout sleepy. They just go to sleep. <laughs> I had to stay awake because Carlo was in a hospital bed. If you don't get blackout sleepy and start purchasing stupid things, that makes no sense. Purchasing the last thing you read. <laughs> Spontaneity. Spontaneity. Hang on. Hang on. Simon. What? Simon. What, what, what? And we, we've done some things. That I've had my hair cut and you've... Um, I've bought Subutio late at night. you bought Subutio late, late night. Subutio. Night. We've all done things. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, sure. We've all done things. What are you driving at? What are you driving at, though? What are you driving at? We've all done things. Sure. Sure. Sure, we've done them. But what What are you driving at here, Will? I think I'm driving headlong. I'm driving headlong. Regular listeners will know where this is going. What are we getting at? Things we've driving done. Headlong, what have we been, uh, driving headlong. Driving headlong into something. Driving headlong into Tom. Into Tom. What is Tom up to now? Good evening. Hello, Tom. Hello, Simon. Tom. Oh, here's one, Tom. Here's one. Knock, knock. Who's there? What's Tom up to? What's Tom up to who? No, 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 no. What's Tom up to? Uh, Knock, knock? (laughs) (laughs) Yes? Um... What are you up to, Tom? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm playing uh, the, <laughs> the video game Batman Arkham Knight. Well, that at least is something different other than yeah. cooking pasta. OK, Tom. Uh, farewell. Bye, Tom. Bye. What is Tom up, up to now? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Simon, yes. that, that, that seemed to have been a joke that got a little bit out of hand, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I don't know quite what I was thinking. I think 
I don't really know what I was thinking, but I'm just, all, I, all I will say with him is that I am glad that Tom is broadening his horizons. He is broadening no his horizons. No more pasta this, pasta that. that. He's a pasta file. He is. He's a massive pasta file. Yeah, that's right. Disgust me. <laughs> and and uh, but but you know he's he's, he's mixing it up with a bit of uh, computer gaming. He is mixing it up with a little bit of pretending to be Batman. <laughs> you, know, you wouldn't catch Batman near Simon. Kryptonite. Uh, c- cooking some pasta. Go on, yeah, he ain't no pastaphobe. He's a pastaphobe. He's, he's not a pastaphobe. He's not scared of anything except bats, and he got over it. <laughs> and you should too. Okay. I have an artifact here, Simon. You sure do. I do have a tiny artifact here. Um, it is from uh, those heady days, Simon. School. Oh, school it's time. It's from school time. Well, I think many people accumulate tiny little things from school. Old old uh, textbooks and copybooks where they've written their thoughts of the time in the margins. Mm, those heady days. <coughs> oh, we were all young and confused. And some of us were willfully ignorant. Um, this is uh, something I put aside when I found it just as I was clearing out my room post-school right. only halfway through college I found this and suddenly remembered or suddenly realised that I really misinterpreted a few signals oh okay now now what have you got can you explain to listeners what you've got in your what hand what I'm holding there? in my hand is a uh, piece of note paper yes which has been ripped out of a book right and has inside it a a kind of a selection of words stanzas um, oh boy. Talking about uh, friendship and the giving of gifts and the um, willingness to spend time together. Oh boy. And, um, well, the oh fact oh of the boy. matter is. Yep. Yeah, I just kind of went, oh, is this okay? Hey, hey there, you know, just friends. Okay, we'll just be friends. Looking, looking back through it, not in the slightest. And so I have th- this now somewhat critical artifact to remind me. Probably will study situations. So, are you going to let us into this? Or well, it's not actually. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, uh, for Will from Lydia, Lydia Grant, who is actually doing quite well for herself now, which is because I could definitely do with just kind of riding on those coattails. <laughs> falling apart, my life is seriously falling apart. I mean, it would have been. Yeah. Anyway, uh, William Lee, oh William Lee, look at my presence, and you will see much more than a po- Hold on, hold on, on, hold on. Is this from her to you? This is from her to me and you thought you were chums I thought we were just chums but this letter Written suggests pink. otherwise uh, yeah uh, well the problem is you see Simon yes it's not overly explicit <laughs> but um, I think uh, yeah willfully misinterpreted because the problem is Simon what I did right so well okay. I kind of I kind of um, went well that's very nice she's given me this and a few little uh, gifts and things so what I did was um I kind of gave her a mix CD of, uh, which is what I was listening to at the moment, which I think was a few blur B sides and things like that, and um, just a little bit of like probably corn. <laughs> and so I kept this artifact because yeah. upon looking back at it, yeah. you go, ah, oh, yes, pay attention, <laughs> and sometimes you might realise something. <laughs> I think that's got to chime with some people. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Wow, idiot! Your life could oh, that, that this piece I mean, of paper she's doing really well. This piece of paper has all of your failures in it. 
most of your fate. Well, no, the rest actually, you know, like, there's, yeah, there's quite a lot of other ones, isn't there? But you see, the problem is that uh, six <laughs> years later, Emma, Emma drew a picture of me, and I just went, well, that's a lovely picture, and then just didn't really take that any further either. <laughs> so I really didn't learn from the whole Lydia situation either. <laughs> She's got this picture of you yeah. that Emma drew. Yeah. It's got Mr. Willie written on it. Oh, yeah. Which called me. Didn't pick up on that either. <laughs> hey, Jack! that was necessary. But while that holds some truth, in reality, it is the anti-gator boots invented by Chuck Frampton from the great state of Florida that are truly the best invention. Chuck was becoming tired of alligator bites when out paddling in the swamp fields and felt the time was right to either stop going out to the swamps or find some protection. With the 28th Amendment, people are best beasts or bullshit ringing in his ears, Chuck designed and built his now famous boots. With spikes sticking out above the toes, anti-gator guns mounted on either ankle and sarin canisters glued to the shins, Chuck's boots were awesome. Gators were quite rightfully killed at great speed, and now the swamps are perfect places for Chuck to meander, alone with his thoughts and the reptile corpses that line his path. Now worn by 72% of US rap stars, and enshrined in history forever, having been worn by Indiana Jones in the film Clear and Present Danger, Chuck's boots must now be considered the greatest thing since apple pie, and even better than that to boot boots. Me, one and all, as I say, God bless you, Chuck Frampton, and God bless America. And f you, Gators. has won lottery funding for its new skate park, which will be installed next week. The stingray-like creatures will be arriving in boxes and then let loose in the new park on the 12th. 
Within hours of being out of the water, all 42,000 skates will suffocate, at which point the clear-up can begin in earnest. And it's celebration time at Clatworthy Reservoir this Monday as local conservationist and shindig extraordinaire Tashpi Ashabale has announced that the invasive species Japanese knotwood has finally been defeated. This is great, declared Tashpi in an impromptu press conference. We finally come together and resolve this plague on our indigenous plant life. It's time for some serious party! In Milverton on the 15th, a world record attempt will be made. Residents will gather next to the Globe Inn and attempt to become the world's most populous village. With the record currently standing at 64,784 in the US village of Skokie, the 1,438 Milbertonians are certainly up against it. Parish Council Chairman Tony Flibert explained their tactics. Copulation is the key. With the human gestation period currently set at nine months, we think we should be able to reach the magic number by Christmas 2026. To help funding, tickets will be sold for the event and sponsorship has been agreed with Domestos. Good luck to all involved and from all at 10 Radio, keep it up. <laughs> and it's all hands on deck at Clatworthy Reservoir this Tuesday as local conservationist and disgruntled milliner Tashby Ashibale has declared war on the invasive species bears. In an awkward press conference, Tashby stammered through barely restrained tears. I don't know how this could have happened. There's so many bears. So many bears. As another dozen bears rolled downstream to gather in the reservoir, Tashby was heard to mutter, It's just not right. I mean, there's more bears than water. It's just not fair. Bears are not indigenous to Clatworthy Reservoir. George Holland's Hoot Nanny Show is on tour and will be pitching up in Brompton Ralph on Thursday. The music show will be an authentic New Year's Eve spectacular with performances from top pop sensations Bunty Rowley, The Popper Knuckles and Splush. Tickets for the event are at the reduced rate of £20 per person. This ticket price reflects the requirement for each audience member to be forcibly put to sleep until January the 1st for full New Year's Eve authenticity. Hmm. And splice the main brace, batten down the hatches. That's right, the Ten Parishes Council of War have begun licensing new privateers to harass trade in neighbouring villages. Applicants should be ruthlessly violent, driven by greed, at least 16 years of age, and open to new ideas. The Council advise all applicants that piracy on allied villages will not be covered by their letters of mark. The Council also advise that we are currently only at war with one nearby village. The council also advised that Hulse Country Fair is on soon, so you could always do your privateering on the way back. The council then all unanimously agreed. Those Preston Bowyer guys are jerks. This reporter is neutral on the subject of those jerks. And those are the things that are happening around these parts for the next two weeks, and y'all better get along to them, or else we're gonna F you up! <coughs> Um, I'm going to reach into my bag of artefacts here. Uh, autobiographical. Oh, there we go. There's another one. Autobiographical. Biographical. Yeah, biographicals. Autobiographical. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. What am I going to pick? I'm going to pick this. I. Oh. Oh. Hello. Now this oh. is a paperweight, and uh, it's in the shape of a seal, and it has the got a tag on it. That yeah. says real seal, and that is referring to the fur that it's lined with. Yes. Now, this is a paperweight that uh, was in our late grandmother's house. Yes, it and, was indeed. Uh, I remember 
vividly sat on um, our grandparents' uh, stairs and just stroking and stroking and stroking this, this sort of seal with its real seal fur. And apparently our father uh, used to do exactly the same thing. And um, it's bald at the top here, as you can see. <laughs> it certainly it's, is, yeah. It's quite horrific. And yeah. it's quite horrible looking. I mean, look it's quite... It. Yeah, it is quite terrible looking. But at the same time, it's... Why do we keep bringing model how, uh, animals in that are generally alarming? Like I said, it's, it's a childhood sort of you know, it's a it's a memory. It's uh, you know, it's it's quite poignant. Um, but it, it, for people who whose memories it isn't, i.e., Carla, it's horrific and something that she wants out of the house. Not another one. <laughs> yes. What after your seashell elephant? Yeah, there's quite a few things in the house that Carla wants, doesn't want to look at anymore. Has she spotted uh, the seashell owl yet? Yes, yeah, she has. She found that. Oh, dear. Uh, it was uh, next to the seal. Um, the seal, uh. she, she made... Um, <laughs> Why did you gather them all together? I, I thought I'd hide them all in plain sight. She's um, <laughs> she's not that keen on the seal. She understands why I love it, but, um, but she's not that keen on looking at it because it does look revolting. Uh, but um, I, I said to her, don't worry. I'll, I'll hide it. Look, I'll just, I'll just keep it. It'll be fine. It's just, you know, remind me of Grant, you know. And and, and she went, oh, of course, yeah, no problem, because she's a very sensitive lady. Uh, but then I sort of snuck it out of the cupboard and popped it up on the mantelpiece, uh, and uh, popped it up there with the rest of our artifacts. Well, and she didn't spot it for about four days. Well, until she did. You put and it I was upstairs in the bathroom, e. and I heard an almighty shout, and I knew in the back you of my mind she found the seal. <laughs> That's another excellent line to take out from Sorry Not In Service. And I knew in the back of my mind she'd found the seal. <laughs> so that's, that's my artifact. It's a and your seals. <laughs> my shell owls. <laughs> shell owls. You got one, Will? Uh, um, I'm going to bring out... Actually, I'm going to bring out two artifacts that I've got from my brother. S- sir. My brothers. Oh, brothers, plural. First... Yeah. As far as I'm aware, the first time that Richard actually drew a pear swan. <laughs> oh, Rich! And That's it is amazing. A drawing of you, Simon. Is that me? Well, yeah. He's holding a guitar. I thought it was one of those huge flutes that you have, in, uh, like trumpets that you have in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> what a flugelhorn! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Simon. Oh, I've got. Oh, that is. T- oh, Rich. You're nice. I like that. I want to keep that. That's brilliant. I've got a Hitler hairdo. You've got a Hitler hairdo. I've got what looks like a Viking helmet in one of my hands. Yeah. And the words underneath. Uh, Music dude brother. Oh, Rich. You're amazing. I found Uh, that. Past and present. Trying to throw it away. And it was just, oh, we've got to keep that. Music dude brother. Music dude brother. brother. Just think, isn't it nice to think you're a music dude brother? Yeah. And speaking of this music dude brother, as yeah. I said, I've got an artifact. Well, I've got paper artifacts from two brothers. Right, sure. Because the other thing I found when I was scurrying around, I scurrying around, I. <laughs> I do remember that. I found Simon's <laughs> adverts for when he was going to Goldsmiths University, um, and he needed some people to stay with. Shall I comment, Simon? I remember the beginning. I don't remember any of the actual content, but Um, I remember the beginning. Fine. At the top of the page. My ad, underlined, all caps. (laughs) (laughs) My ad. First bullet point. Schnell, Schnell, Achtung. Um, There's an arrow pointing up that, saying big letters, exclamation point. Uh, Second bullet point. Looking for people to smoke fags, drink booze, and ultimately live with. (laughs) Third bullet point. Ultra polite socialite. 
lived up to that. Um, fourth bullet point. Um, now, I think it says wine connoisseur, but you spelled wine with an H. And possibly a V instead of an N. I have, haven't I? You really have. Wine, wine connoisseur. <laughs> like the Rhine. A wine connoisseur. <laughs> and in need of a room close enough to stagger to goldsmiths doing foundation course in media and communications. Or <laughs> willing to pay up to £70 a week. And to top it all off, at the bottom you've highlighted where there would be a box which extends notably beyond the bottom of any of these bullet points. Yeah. And you've just written in there, so you know what to put in this box, a photo of me winking. <laughs> um, do you want to take that one home, Simon? I would like to take that one home, Simon. <laughs> it's quite a lovely artefact, isn't it? Schnell, schnell, achtung! That'll draw him in. <laughs> ultimately live with. And ultimately live with. Uh, you'll be surprised to know it didn't work. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's uh, strange. Uh, yeah. Did yeah. you actually put that together? Sorry? Did you actually send that ad out? No, no, I don't think oh. I, I don't, I don't well, think that's probably why it didn't work. Hey, Will, <laughs> Goldsmiths University is in London. London? And do you know what else is in London? Uh, the big eye. Um, yeah, well, uh, there's... No, uh, no, 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 the London Ben. We have, well, speaking of Ben's, we have a friend, don't we, a mutual friend called Amy Wilson. Oh, we do, actually. And uh, she uh, is in a pop group with a man called Ben. And, um, and indeed, they are uh, very good, and uh, is a pop song from them. This is Shadow Culture. Shadow Culture. Shadow. The only band with their own secretary in the Houses of Commons. Shadow is Culture. It, shadow Culture. Isn't? Wouldn't a Shadow Culture just be like uh, like a mushroom? I guess it probably would actually. This is Psycho Soul by Shadow Culture. Mushroom. was of course the pop group the shadow cultures there so check them out on the internet that actually irksomely good yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, 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 they're lovely people it's annoying when other all. people do well and speaking of other people doing well yes, i found sir. another artifact from the past in which i didn't do that well <laughs> um yeah i found a science investigation sheet uh, you know all the predetermined questions for a science experiment at school oh, so see, yeah. oh yeah i know the one so um, you've done your experiment yeah, and there's the, questions and there's questions and it, it's all laid out for you the title is the effect of heat on marble chips and acid and i seem to have kept it all together fairly well for the first the, for the planning stage and i've got a lot of observations here where i've written it all in quite correctly so that's all lovely but i did notice that um, when i get through to the end of the experiment analyzing the results um i say oh well the results show me that as the temperature of the acid increased so did the reaction rate ah that would be logical um so my prediction was correct in all aspects of its prophesizing intelligence <laughs> so well, can i read the questions and you read the answers okay the patterns i can see from the graph results are conclusive the reason for this happening are logical. <laughs> I think the experiment worked well because... I've got a really cool scar on my finger. <laughs> I know the results are not accurate because... Andrew Dingwall helped me. <laughs> Take that, Andrew Dingwall. I can improve this experiment by... Putting lumps of potassium in the flask. <laughs> the experiment I would do next is... Far more dangerous. <laughs> Uh, you I did, did that really, well at school, did you, Will? I did really well in science, actually. Did you really? Well, clearly, they must have been terrified. <laughs> this is being mooted as a... That's being mooted as a... This next song I'm going to play is being mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune of Newsnight. Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... This one's being mooted as a... That's being mooted as a... It's been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to, um, to Blue Peter. Allegedly. 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 
And the uh, following piece of music has actually uh, been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to Peppa Pig. are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From St. Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the zodiac, but one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. Aries. In times of great stress, it is important to deny everything. Everything. Start with simple things, like knowledge, before moving through your presence in the room to the existence of the universe. You can still accept another biscuit. Horus. The architect of your downfall will meet you this Tuesday. Disrupt his plans by stealing his ruler. Let's see that swine draw technical designs freehand. Gemini. The Italians have a saying. The wounds of love are healed only by love. This system will fall down when you try to apply it to the wounds of forklift trucks. Cancer. Reach into the inner recesses of your mind this week. Find all the knowledge you needed to achieve your goals last week. Phone your manager and explain that you did have some ideas, but they were locked, encased in your skull. A week for new beginnings in alternative employment. Leo. Vim and vigor will be required this week. Vim in this context is the name of an anti-shark spray. Vigor is being used in the context of the deployment of extraordinary personal effort. Vim is not recognized as being particularly effective, but it's a useful placebo. Virgo. Upon receipt of this Monday's postal delivery, it is vitally important that you only open items addressed to you. As an example, that baby is not actually addressed to you. Your name doesn't have an E on the end. An honest mistake, but one you wish the postal service would correct. Libra. On Monday, you will meet a pig of inexplicable wisdom. He will lean insouciantly on a lamppost whilst waxing forth on the subject of pre-Socratic philosophy. What with being a Libra, we advise you empty your freezer on Sunday 
to make room for this bounty of ham. Scorpio. Fun is sometimes a consequence of trying something new. We recommend trying fresh artichokes, paragliding, lung replacement, or testing the brakes of cars. Sagittarius. Whenever you come up, Sagittarius, we do our best to make sure that you've got a good chance at finding a positive. We really try. So, at least you've got your health, no? Okay. At least someone you don't have a grudge against still has some health. Capricorn. Remembering to put the bins out is a real step forward, Capricorn. But your decision to cancel plans with them as a method of achieving this is a tad contrived. We know you're making excuses, Capricorn, and we do not applaud you. Aquarius. Are you going to be in Chichester later this week? No? Right. Well, in that case, we really dropped the ball in tracking you. Just wait at home, and we'll send a star to come and pick you up. Actually, you know what? Return to your birthplace. That would be easier. Oi, Faye. Pisces. You will learn this week that Dale Winton performed the flute solo on Baker Street. You will also learn that Magnus Magnuson performed the Cor Anglais solo on Baker Street. You will also learn that the version of Baker Street that you know is largely a product of your imagination. It is better though. Let's have a read and see what it says, and then do everything it instructs me to. Oh, you f***ing idiot. I'm junk mail. I'm gonna screw you over. Take you for every penny you're worth, you f***ing puppet. Oh, what do you think I am, genuine? Oh, you must be joking, you doting twice. Send us your bank details. The Continuing Adventures of Mr. Tootie Baghorn. Tootie's back. Tootie's back. Tootie's back in town. Toot, toot. It's now, the Tootie train. <laughs> now, listen, just a very brief recap for those of you that don't know. Um, we, we received junk mail on this show. We read an awful lot of it out. Uh, as of the last show, I've started replying to this junk mail uh, using an intermediary called Tootie Baghorn. An intermediary? Yep, that's an, yep, another... It's a tree that works intermediate, in intermediate projects. Yes. Right, okay. Tootie Baghorn. Tootie Baghorn. And Tootie's been in correspondence with a lady called Patricia, who's dying, unfortunately. Oh, but Pat. she Yeah. <laughs> and she, oh, Pat. She does have, like in EastEnders, um, she does have uh, five million US dollars that she wants to give to Tootie so oh. that he can set up an orphanage. Oh, an orphanarium. An orphanarium, that's right, because he's, he's busy collecting kids and he, he really he wants to give Hang them on a minute, so he started doing that after Pat emailed. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. After they were discussing setting up the orphanarium, then he yeah. started collecting children. Um, now, um, 
we left it at the last show with Tootie having completed a, a bank form. Yes, he uh, has, hadn't he? To claim the money with some personal details of his, and he sent that off to the authorities in the Ivory Coast. But uh, I didn't hear... Tootie didn't hear anything for a while. And, Ooh, he's um, a Tootie baghorn. <laughs> and um, uh, and then I, 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 out of nowhere, I got an email from, from Pat. Oh. Dying Pat. Oh. My dear in Crisit Baghorn. It, what? Crisit what do you think she's trying to say there? In, in Christ. In Christ, but she's misspelt Christ. My dear in Christ Baghorn, how are you and your family? I hope fine. Please, sorry to disturb you. I just want to know how far you have gone with the bank. Have you received the money from the bank? Please, if yes, kindly update me. I will be anxiously waiting to hear from you soonest. Mm. Mm. So Pat's a little bit concerned as well because she wants to get rid of this five million US dollars before she dies. Just get it out. It's just a you know what? It's just a burden these days. She signs off. Please always remember to pray for me. May God continue to bless you and your family. Your sister in Crescent, Jesus, Mrs. Patricia Newell. Jesus, Mrs. Patricia Newell. (laughs) She spelled Crescent twice. Twice. Good day, no Patsy. Nice. Thanks for your email. How is your health? I hope you are going to live, although the medical chart that you sent me suggests otherwise. Uh, Baghorn is fine, thank you. And the orphan children I have in the garage are holding up pretty well, given the circumstances. Can't wait to get the five million dollars so I can at at least start feeding them. (laughs) Still, patience is a virtue, I suppose. Still not got the money yet, but Baghorn is in discussions with the banks and anyone else that seems interested. <laughs> Regarding to remember to pray for you, I have done most days, but I forgot on Saturday night. Hope you don't mind. Tootie Baghorn. P.S. You didn't spell Christ properly on your last email. You spent a crescent. If you meet him in heaven soon, you don't want to be making that mistake again. Brackets first impressions. <laughs> That's a very good point, actually. Exactly. If she's on her deathbed, she wants, she needs to be getting these things absolutely spot on. And Tootie spot identified that. Yeah, he has, yeah. I didn't hear anything back from Pat, oh. but I have had an email back from Barrister Santos Dosu. Santos Dosu? Yes. Attention, Mr. Baghorn. Mm. We received an urgent call from Bridge Bank Group Bank Director, Mr. Eugene Coffey. Now, he's the man that I sent the filled-out form to. Oh, you Tootie, did, didn't you? Tootie sent Tootie, the filled-out filled filled form to. to. Um, uh, yeah, with uh, Eugene Coffey, including with an official letter of authorisation of your, your transfer fund in question. Oh, this is so complicatedly oh, worded. Um, basically, they've re- they've, this barrister has received my form from, right, from okay. Eugene Coffey yes. from the Bridge Group Bank. Right. Okay. Thanks for your full cooperation for using me as your solicitor here in the Cote d'Ivoire. To stand on your behalf, our legal procedure charges fees is $5,000. Oh, dear. That's going to so, be tricky. Yeah, so the barrister wants me to pay $5,000 so that he can see so that I get the five million. the whole yeah. process. <laughs> does does Tootie Baghorn have any legal experience? No, nor money. Oh, dear. Yeah. That's a problem. Again, kindly provide us with the information below. Personal telephone number, international passport, uh, yeah, or your identity card, where your picture shows. Always in your service, Dassault. Hi, barista. Nice. <laughs> Tootie Baghorn at your service. Thank you for your charming email, and I'm sorry it took me so long to reply to you. Brackets was at the book launch. <laughs> this is all getting very exciting. The children that I have stored in my garage will be pleased when we can start making a start on their orphan castle. <laughs> My mobile phone went in the washing machine over the weekend. Brackets, the book launch got out of hand. But please find attached the picture you require. That picture's on the website, listeners. Although it's not exactly a photograph, it does show you my main qualities. Cheer! Teabaghorn. Cheer! 
Uh, Baggers didn't hear anything back, so uh, he followed it up with good morning slash evening slash afternoon slash Wednesday, barista. Did you receive my email? I'm quite keen to get the money soon as my garage children are going to start needing food. Yours patiently, brackets no pun intended. Tea bag <laughs> <laughs> and that, listeners, unfortunately, oh, is where the story no. ends. The story ends there. Yeah, I've not heard anything from either Pat or the barista. Uh, or, or, not or Pat's doctor? Or, no, not Pat's doctor or Eugenie, Eugenie Coffee. What about the tigerish paws of Pat's family? They've not been involved, so oh. I can only assume that Pat's died. Well, I mean, we could all presume that. We'll all assume that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Christ isn't happy about the misspelling of his name when she arrived. And I've got a funny feeling the barista was a fraud. Um, so, um, yeah, unfortunately, that lead has ended. But um, join us again uh, later when I'm sure Tootie will be aiming to receive some funds from a dying woman. Lovely. The Continuing Adventures of Mr. Tootie Baghorn. <sighs> that was a bit boring. What? That song? No, it wasn't. It was good if you listened to it. Well, I did kind of listen to it. It wasn't amazing, was it? Well, that was all right. It was wow, short. It was well, it was short, wasn't it? Short. That's well, what it was we wanted, short. Yeah. It's a short song, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Now, listeners, um, this is the sound of Sorry Night and Service being wrapped up. Yep. Wrapped up. Wrapped put up. Putting it back in its box. Yes, get back in there and to dug out again in ten years' time. Cool. Cool. What was I thinking? I was such an idiot. Not making the same mistakes now, live on air. That was <laughs> callbacks, wasn't it, to what we were doing earlier? About it was sort of callbacks like and things we were doing earlier. And yeah. stuff. So anyway, listeners, um, yes, we'll be back in two weeks' time, which um, which research 20th. suggests is the 21st of August. Yeah. And uh, Will, will you, I wonder... What might have happened on the 21st of August? What's so special about that sort of time? Well, I suppose the thing about that sort of time, Simon, is it's winding up towards the end of summer. No, sir. All it's the, the hope's gone from the year and we're approaching no, Will, the death of Will, the year. Will, yes. It's the, it's, William, it's, um, it's the day after my birthday, so that show, the next one, is going to be my birthday special, and I'm excited about it, because I'm, I'm a music dude brother. You are a music dude brother, Simon, congratulations. <laughs> That's right. And you uh, were, I could really hear the sound of your own mouth, it's <laughs> quite unpleasant. Um, <laughs> So listen, well, plenty to thing. look forward to on the next show. That's one thing you. That's one thing you learned in the course of this link, Simon. That I'm a music dude, brother. No, no, no. That you can really hear your mouth when you practically eat the microphone. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, the new the microphone. What have we? Uh, what did you say we've learnt in the course of the entire show? Oh, this evening. Yes. Should we find out? Mm, why not? The curly hair at the base of Will's head shaft is shorter than when I last saw it. Simon and I can solve all your misapplied Sheila applications with one word, Bruce. Andrew Dingwall ruins experiments. I take hints from ladies like war criminals recognise the Hague. <laughs> Simon is both a music dude brother and potentially in a lot of bother when he gets home. And Tootie Baghorn simply can't feed all the children in his garage. And only a barista can help. That's, uh, this has been Sorry Not In Service, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll be back for my birthday special uh, in two weeks' time. Podcast up over the weekend. And have yourself a lovely time. Oh, and, uh, and um, just, uh, just, you know, just stay safe. Closing the show. We hope you've learnt your lesson. <laughs> The end!
the end is nigh. Well, the end was just then, and um, that this that was it. Yeah, it was. That I was mean, it. we, we learned a lot. We laughed. We cried. We um, we sh ourselves, and <laughs> <laughs> um, that little under <laughs> the table was fine. Basically, I mean, we had a great time. There was a, there was an awful lot of affluent just underneath the desk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, look forward to the breakfast show in the morning, and uh, we will speak to you in a fortnight. Yeah. On Simon's birthday special. Yeah. Yeah. God uh, knows what's going to be going on under the desk then. Bye. Tee <laughs>